Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Get up, get up, get up. It's the Get Up Show. Was that you gurgling? That was me too. I took us. I don't know. I don't don't understand this gurgling thing. Hey, welcome to the 23rd. Uh, Simon Says Podcast with us, The Get Up Show. I'm Sean, and Charlie and Maddie are the gurgly people. I am Charlie. What is happening? We never gurgled before. What is this new home gurgle? You did. You you gurgled. (laughs) But it's it's because we have to hear each other through headphones on these mics that are sensitive. When we were all together in a bigger room and we didn't have to listen to each other so closely like this, I didn't notice your throat gurgles that I have to hear (laughs) now. I, I got a home gurgling kit. So. Oh, cool. <laughs> I've been practicing on the weekends. <laughs> well, don't forget to subscribe and like and boost and throttle and stroke and Share. all the things that you're supposed to do with these kinds of things. We'd appreciate it. Share it with your friends three or four hundred times. The 4th of July is nearly here, but you can't tell it from our neighborhoods because the fireworks have been going off all the time. Before we get to that... I wanted to see if you guys had any memories, like I have, of your first experience with illegal, powerful explosives from your childhood when you were exposed your very first time to a little person, a grown man who was just a little over two feet tall, who made homemade bombs and blew (laughs) things up at a cookout. Did you guys have that happen too? Uh... Uh... No, not directly. Although I, there was that guy at school, you know, I'm air mm-hmm. quoting that guy. Yeah, um, he was also that guy who poured. I'm still not sure how this worked. Gasoline into a wiffle ball, lit it on fire, and threw it, and it oh. melted his ear to his head. Hey, you guys talk for Hold a minute. On. Somebody at the door. Y'all keep talking. Seriously, just keep going. Hold on, I think I'll he's here. <laughs> I'm trying to remember if he ever did make a. I know a bunch of guys tried to make stuff, explosives and whatnot, and then it I, definitely happened in Boy Scouts. I honestly believe that the whole illegal fireworks thing, the explosive things, especially the homemade ones, that was so much more a guy thing. I, my friends and I never did that. Which is interesting that because now, like if anyone was to quote unquote make their own fireworks, we'd definitely be calling some sort of uh, state official, FBI or whatnot. Because that's definitely frowned upon nowadays. Like, oh well, you, if if your say your stepson was outside with his friends and they were trying to blow something up, your neighbors would be calling the cops so fast. Oh yeah. All right. 
Sorry about that. It was somebody, they, they said they had installed a generator up the street, and whenever they do an install, they offer free vir- virtual estimates for neighbors. And I was like, Well, isn't that nice? Oh, get the hell out of here. Get off, <laughs> get off my sidewalk. All right. So I don't know what y'all were talking about, but listen to this. Okay. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. So I was like 11 or 12 years old, and I go to this cookout in Durham, and the guy who's throwing it is a friend of my mom's boyfriend named Milton. And when I get there, when I tell you this is the biggest bunch of crazed drunks wearing cut-off blue jeans and no shirts and bandanas on their heads, you ain't ever seen anything like it. Um, And then they're all saying, this guy is coming. I think his name was Billy. I don't remember. But they're like, yeah, Billy's coming. And then they laugh. And I had no idea what that meant. So then Billy arrives, and he's this little person, tiny little man. And he's famous because he makes bombs. Oh, good. Oh, great. And, and they're, no, I they're telling call. him. Well, I don't know. I don't know what's up with Billy. This has been many years ago. But they're, they're saying, come on, man. You ready to blow something up? Uh, I don't know, you guys. And then so we're having food. And while these people are just like screaming shirtless drunks, they were also caterers. And they made these real buffalo wings in pressure cookers with homemade hot sauce homemade blue cheese dressing and they did these like fudge brownies in um what do you call it cupcake skirts the little cupcake paper things you know yeah the cups mm-hmm. or whatever yeah they they had like hundreds of little brownies in cupcake skirts and this blue cheese dressing and everything laid out and so while everybody's doing something else i'm over there dipping brownies in blue cheese dressing i discovered <laughs> oh, that gross. oh no that oh. might actually be good Oh, it was Ew. so banging. Anyway, so eventually they talk Billy into making this bomb. He takes this powder substance that he has in a jar in his truck. Sure. And he puts it in a tennis. He cuts a hole in a tennis ball with an X-Acto knife. He fills the tennis ball up with this substance. And then he cuts off a length of fuse and puts mm-hmm. a cap and the fuse into the tennis ball. And he blows up a tree stump he lights it everybody runs away and i mean it was one of those like tv movie boom boom yeah real shook the ground tree stump in the air dirt in the air couldn't hear for a few seconds explosion (laughs) right there at the cookout and did he flick the match and walk away while it was all blowing yeah and didn't even look at it uh no but he was also the first time i ever saw anybody um do cocaine no, oh, great. <laughs> this guy sounds like a real party. He might. Yeah. Is he the first time you ever saw a little person in person? Nah. Nah, I knew a guy who used to work at one of the little uh, country stores who was a little person, too. Wow, it had he to was- be a little country store, huh, bro? <laughs> it's real messed up. Um, really low shelves. You, you had to drop your stuff on the counter. There, There was a family growing up, and they were the ones to party with. Like they had the cool uh, lake house. They had um, the dad was in the military and the kid. My, my buddy who was my age was like he was groomed to be military for his entire life. Ended up going to West Point, Army Ranger, everything. But they would do the most out of control fireworks. And I remember one time there was three of us sitting on the bumper of someone's car with like each of us had one of those big brown tra- like ba- brown paper bags full of black cats. Oh, I love black cats. And we're just lighting them and throwing them. Like, not even just light throw. Light throw. Were you doing them one at a time or whole strings? One at a time. I didn't like to do the whole strings. I like to really let, make it last. So you just yeah. light it and throw it, light it throw it. Well, all of a sudden, his mom just 
grabs his bag and throws it. And he's like, Mom, what, what are you doing? And all of a sudden, the bag just starts going. Bah, 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 bah. Nice. A spark had fallen down and then landed into the bag. And, and that had set off fireworks. But all of my sketchy fireworks happened with that family, now that I think about it. <laughs> Love it. You know, I think I was that sketchy family when I was a kid because we used to go back and forth to the Eastern Shore and there was a store called Dowdy's Market that had on the back shelf, they had black cats and thunder bombs and they had the whistling bottle rockets, which yes. were completely illegal down here, but you could buy them up there. And I was the guy who would come back from the Eastern Shore with bags and bags and bags. And we used to get so many black cats and thunder bombs, we would get bricks of them, you know? Yeah. And then yep. we would do whole strings of them. Like you'd like that one fuse, and then I don't remember if it was like sixty of them or what. But pop, 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 Yes. I used to always like when they had like every once in a while someone would have like the cool. There was one. It was like a tank, and you lit it, and it like it would move slowly, move forward, and other stuff would come off of it. But it's well, that's what it was supposed to do. Nine times out of ten, it would just sit there, and then it would set on fire, and yeah. I remember one time the same family we had the the jumping jacks which are like mm-hmm. to me those are the most dangerous cuz they're 100% unpredictable on where they're going to go. <laughs> but my buddy he he lit one and dropped it and it did that thing and when it yeah. shot up it hit like I kind of jumped back and it hit one arm rolled around me like rolled up one arm around my chest off my other arm and out and gone. And then you know you, you have that moment where like <gasps> And then you realize nothing happened. You're like, yeah, that was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) You weren't sure whether to celebrate yet. Right, right. You you do a quick check. (laughs) Like adrenaline kicks off and you're like, okay, no, I'm good. I'm good. Right on. Gosh, fireworks are such a guy thing. Like I really, the only time I even remember being around fireworks was when I was with my older cousins who were guys. But it wasn't a thing like girls just don't blow things up as much. I don't know. A, a sto- family story. I used to give my little cousins a $5 bill whenever I saw them when they were just little kids. And my little cousin Virginia was the littlest kid at the time. And I gave her a $5 bill. And I said, what are you going to get with your money? And she goes, mm, fireworks. <laughs> oh, great. Aww. <laughs> All right, little girl. You go get yourself some explosives. <laughs> One more quick story about... Um, Cautionary tale about homemade fireworks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was taken to another um, party with crazy, screaming, shirtless, cut-off jeans people by that same dude. Yeah. He said, said, this guy has the most powerful fireworks you will ever see. It's basically a quarter stick of dynamite. Yeah. And if anybody has them, we're going to be able to get them here. The guy's name was John Rexrow. I'll never forget that because I thought that was the coolest name. Sounds like an action hero or something. So we got out to John Rexrow's house, and the dude said, hey, I want to talk to you for a second. He said, uh, my boy here pointed at me, wants to find some powerful fireworks. And the dude looked at me with his long hair and his long Fu Manchu mustache and said, you don't want no damn fireworks. <laughs> and... <laughs> And, of course, I was frozen in place because I, I had been told this was the king of fireworks, and we were going to see him, and I was going to get some, and I was going to be the new king of fireworks back at the neighborhood, right? So he's, you don't know damn fireworks. And then he holds up his hand, which is missing one and a half fingers. Of at course least. it is. <laughs> and, and he said, this is what fireworks will get you. 
Don't mess with no damn fireworks. Get out of here. And so, no fireworks. No quarter stick of dynamite for me. Oh, boo. I mean, why did he even meet with you if he was just going to give you a lecture? I don't know if that was on purpose by the dude who took me there or if he oh. had been misled. I, no, I don't think that guy was smart enough for that. It was an after-school special in person. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that guy was smart enough for that because that's the same guy who left his 357 Magnum where I could get to it and play with it and blow a hole in the bathroom wall while singing a Gene Autry song. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, that's real specific. <laughs> yeah. There was well, a kid you know. in my school who I remember, oh, he was insane. He was nuts. Um, there's always that guy. And he packed an Orangina bottle full of mm-hmm. something. I don't know if it was gunpowder or he had emptied out a bunch of Black Cats kind of stuff, which I guess is basically the oh, same yeah. thing. Yeah, it's gunpowder. But he filled a glass Orangina bottle with that and then I think put a wick in it and tried to light it off. And it ended up blowing up right near him and he ended up having glass all in him. He's fine. Uh, (laughs) But it was another one of those things where yet another person that I knew who, (laughs) look what I can do, and then that didn't go great. The only thing I remember that's in that sort of like that same vein was this kid that um, was many years older than me, really big guy that everybody called Alpo. (laughs) (laughs) And he used to blow flames in the back of the bus a la gene simmons when kiss was really popular that's the only person that oh. i remember blowing things up okay would he, would he do the thing where he would hold the the gas from the lighter in his mouth yeah. and then light exactly. it exactly oh my god i forgot sure about that in middle school my friend jamie todd did that and when he let it out it burnt off his eyebrows <laughs> nice work. that's a badge of honor man what happened to your eyebrows i burned them off breathing fire what's up <laughs> right yeah, I burned some hair off doing that back when I had the poof in the front and the, uh, you know, the mullety long curls in the back. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Hey, um, so you guys know a lot of stuff is going on. A lot of changes are being made. And in a lot of cases, it's high time that they're being made. One of the changes, which is uh, you maybe not, not even thought about, was Splash Mountain is being redone at Disney World in Florida. They're taking away all of the references to the animals from Song of the South, which were in there, That which kids now who might be riding that ride, and probably kids for the last 20 or 30 years who might be riding that ride, probably had no idea that that ride had anything to do with Song of the South. Yeah, I don't, they wouldn't have known that, even that yeah. whole cartoon and stuff. Yeah, it's been banned for so long. It's never been released on DVD. It was out on VHS briefly. And at one point, I bought a bootleg copy of it from Australia because I grew up on it. It used to come on The Wonderful World of Disney on Sunday nights when we were kids, you know. I actually had a little golden book of Br'er Rabbit. uh Uh-huh. Yeah, and we used to watch them in school. Mm -hmm. We used to watch Br'er Rabbit and Br'er Fox and all of the stories and everything. And I did not know at the time that it was offensive or that that Uncle Remus was, you know, a derogatory, uh, you know, depiction. I didn't know that. There are other uh, parts of it, too, that I don't want to yeah. really get I into. Know. But but no, we didn't know. We were kids. We had no idea. So they're changing the Splash Mountain now to the Princess and the Frog. But I remember Splash Mountain was one of the few things that I really liked at Disney World. I didn't go to Disney World as a kid. I went as a, a grown-up for a job, for a work thing. Did a radio show down there in Florida. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah? And, 
and riding Splash Mountain was the coolest thing because A, it was cooler inside that thing than it was in damn hot Florida outside. Yeah. yeah. And you got to get wet. And two, inside there were all these antique crocs and jugs. When you get to the top and you're inside the mountain, before you get to the drop, you know, to hit the water, it's decorated with all these, like the animals are in there drinking whiskey out of the jugs and stuff. Yeah. And so I literally, I rode it several times while I was there and I had a plan. (laughs) I was like, here's what I'm going to do. We're going to wait until there's not a big line. I'm going to get in a car by myself in the back when we get up to the top. I'm going to jump out. I'm going to get a couple of these jugs. Then you get on. You come back around. I'll get the jugs, jump on with you, and we'll get out of here. Of course, I never How'd did. How'd that work out for you? you I didn't got follow to be through. Only, I swear, only you, only out of your mouth would this story have come. I think one of those, you should have used one of those extender pointer things like professors Mm -hmm. use to point at things on the chalkboard and Uh you pulled that out and just snagged a couple while you were still in the cart. You wouldn't have to jump out. Hey man, Mm. this is a great Disney ride. Look at these antique Crocs. (laughs) (laughs) You don't think about stuff like that when you're riding a ride? Like even on, I'll I'll give you another one. When we were on the mouse train at Tweetsie. I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, uh oh, I wonder what's going to be around this bend. Is there going to be something that I might need or want? I really try a- not to think about stealing. <laughs> well, when you put <laughs> it that way. <laughs> I really can't think of any time I've been on any sort of amusement ride and thought, I need that item off of the wall. Really? No, not. not can- I mean, it's a small world. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Some of those, one of those, those little people, uh, tiny yelling children. Oh, what about the pirates? The pirates of the Caribbean and all that treasure, all those, all those treasure chests and stuff. I definitely wanted some of that stuff too. The treasure's not real. I would want it, the. It looks of, cool. I'd want one of those robot dogs, maybe like the real sleepy dog, or the pig that the the one pirates wakes up with. that'd be fun to have an animatronic and like animal at your house geez speaking of robot dogs remember that no-headed robot dog that was the thing of nightmares that could like chase you and and jump over tables and walk up the wall and everything oh yeah they had it it, like open doors and yeah well now you can buy one for the low low price of seventy five thousand dollars so that it can terrorize you in your own home wow that's almost it's just a bit more expensive than taking my dog to the vet all the time. You know, I prefer to adopt my robot dogs from the shelter. <laughs> <laughs> but the good thing about it is the cleanup is probably minimal. The upkeep on I, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't eat, but <laughs> don't what, what know. The battery. It leaked oil on the carpet again. No, <laughs> bad, no, bad. bad. Robot. I'm sure it's not nearly as snuggly to sleep with either. Mm. I don't allow pets in the bed, so it would be fine. You know, I when do. you wa- when you want your robot dog to do tricks and show off for company, you take it off of its port and let it yap around. And then when you're done, you power it down. I mean, that's the perfect pet. The good thing is that you don't have to find somebody to watch it while you go on vacation. <laughs> you just power it, it down. No, I would leave it roaming the house. You know, who would dare come in here with a headless robot dog in the house? <laughs> can you Not imagine? Me. Wait, though, can you imagine going to like dog days and being like, yeah, I'd like to drop my dog off for the week and <laughs> <laughs> mark, mark, mark. 
but it, it couldn't possibly bark. It doesn't have a head. Why do they even call it a dog? I bet it has. I bet it they could put a speaker where it wouldn't need a head. It's got a sound box on it. But I think uh, they call it a dog because that's the closest thing it kind of looks like. It's got four legs and it's bent over. And I well, guess we kind of associate it with being a pet. And so, like, why a not dog. call it a table? A table has four legs. Yeah, but why a table doesn't it, run around generally. Why not call it a four legged crab? Sure. You know, any that, of these. What, <laughs> it's crab. just as valid. This is my but robot goat. Speaking of <laughs> dogs, a lot of people lately have issues with their dogs because dogs hate fireworks. When I when my dog was alive, not only did he hate fireworks, but if you opened a bag of chips, that noise would send him up the steps to pee in my bedroom. So Are I can't imagine. Oh my god, he hated noises of all kinds. If uh, you know any any noise would if somebody made a noise on TV, he'd go upstairs and pee in my bedroom. <laughs> So I can't imagine what he would be doing with all these neighborhood fireworks going off every single night of life. My dog is a hot mess. Like, uh, not peeing on the uh, floor, but she hears one noise off in the distance, and she is on me. Like, she will wait. go right up on me and start panting wildly. You actually have three dogs, so are you speaking of the <laughs> large dog? Yeah, I'm sorry. The, the large poorly trained one that I brought into the relationship is the one that's having an issue. The <laughs> but other the two, two ch- tiny chihuahuas nah, are fine. They don't care. The one of them is the the chillest dog of all time. The other one, the derpy one, is is but he even he doesn't care. Like they hear fireworks, it doesn't bother them. But mine, you hear one noise and she is just <laughs> and it's like, oh honey, what did what ha- what did I do to you? What did I do? Have you tried using a thunder shirt on her? I'm not okay. Yes and no. I haven't paid, you know, $40 for a specifically branded Thunder shirt. I have put lots of T-shirts on her and tied them up <laughs> kind of tight. And that hasn't really worked. Or, or like not the same thing. She has a Spider-Man uh, Halloween costume that's kind of tight. So. Come on, man. What? Oh, my That's ridiculous. Gosh. It's the same thing. The holy thing about the Thunder shirt is that it's to make them feel like they're being comforted. So, it's I mean, a tiny shirt works. T-shirts, though. It's like special material and stuff. <laughs> she, she, she came again. I was in the basement and I hear her and she's, you know, she gets stuck on the stairs sometimes too. And so I'm like, come on, Gracie, let's go. And she comes down and she's got two t-shirts on <laughs> and they've unsinged. <sighs> and then we had to take them off because she, she kept stepping on it, trying to get upstairs. Uh, so yeah. when your awful. wife asks for a weighted blanket for Christmas, are you going to give her a regular blanket with some weight plates just laid on top? What are no, you doing? Get her like six blankets. <laughs> Just keep adding blankets, lady. Come on. Right. Yeah, that no, makes I don't, well, I'm going to go find out about my dog getting doggy Prozac. That's my. That's what I get to do uh, after we get done with this. As I, We're going to the vet to try to see if putting my dog on doggy meds is going to be any different. But my dog, no. I don't know what I did. I, I grew up with dogs, and so therefore I assumed I could train a dog, which I don't know if anyone has told you isn't how it works. So... <laughs> I have to take some of this onto myself. I don't understand the fireworks thing, but the she also gets stuck in rooms. Uh, she doesn't like stairs. <laughs> she won't go um, through certain doorways. <laughs> we live out in the country, and I've only had we've only had our dog for like two years, so I don't think she's experienced actual fireworks. I will say she doesn't like gunshots. <laughs> so uh, welcome to the country. I don't generally either. So there you go. <laughs> 
I wonder if your house is haunted, and that's why that dog is reacting. Because if your little dogs don't react to fireworks, maybe they don't have the heightened senses that your larger dog has. And maybe your larger dog is sensing spirits and ghosts in that house, and that's why she's all worked up. I think what she really needs, though, is a whole bunch of doggy Xanax. I mean, hundreds of them. Yeah, just, uh, I mean, <laughs> in bulk. Uh <laughs> I, I, and look, Sean will hold him for you. Sure, for the you know for the sake of of medicine and you know my dog's safety, of course I'm going to ask them for as many as I can carry. But uh, <laughs> I like the idea. That is an interesting idea that my dog is like a a, a canine clairvoyant and she sees into the, the the nether realm, and that's why maybe she won't go through that one doorway because yes, there's a there's spirit a in it. But why, how do you explain when she backs into a room? Because the ghost is there and. <laughs> It's right in front of her, and she doesn't want to turn her back on it. She's backing away from it. Is any of this making you feel better, Maddie? <laughs> making me feel better? Yeah, because your dog acts that way because your house is haunted. Okay. Nah, well, I'm cool with it. Look, at least I know now. <laughs> as long as it's like Beetlejuice at the end of the movie and not like in the middle of the movie, we're cool. I'm fine with dancing around Tadeo. <laughs> Speaking of things that you can't explain, you guys remember that UFO that I saw that time? I, to- I explained that to y'all a few times, remember? I think you so. Remember? Yeah. Leaving Clarksville, and it, was, it filled up the sky. It was huge. It was silent. And then by the time I got to the side of the road, it was gone. Yes. Yeah. I, I think I have an explanation for it. And when I tell you, it's going to blow your mind. Okay. There was a picture of one of these on the news the other day that a photographer had gotten by accident. He saw this thing and he stopped and he got several pictures of it and posted them. And when he did, they said this accounts for a lot of UFO sightings. It's called a lenticular cloud. Lenticular cloud. And what they are, they are mainly stationary clouds and they take these weird shapes and they're usually by themselves and they look like a ufo they're sitting there in the sky by themselves and sometimes the wind will pick them up and blow them away in a hurry they usually happen somewhere off of the side of a mountain they they get caught in the air and they blow down that's not the case where i saw mine but this would be an explanation for it and if you do a google search of lenticular cloud and you look at all the different pictures you'll say, oh, my God, this is what people have been seeing forever and thinking it's UFOs, and they're just beautiful cloud formations. But and yeah. But why are they probing us? <laughs> what do these clouds have against us? Well, maybe they think you like it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everybody sees something different in the clouds, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, this weather pattern's strange. (laughs) I can always tell when it's going to (laughs) rain. Not the lenticular clouds, no. (laughs) They're back. So how much time we got? Uh, About three minutes out. Okay. Uh, You guys ever stopped to help a turtle? Yes. I did once, and when I went to go grab it, it started running, and I got scared. <laughs> and I didn't actually help him. <laughs> That's awesome. You got to be careful. You gotta it was be right careful. by the radio station. Oh, my God. That's so funny because I did the exact same thing the other day. 
Um, you got to be careful helping a turtle. Don't take them away from where they're headed. If you can tell right. the direction in which they're heading, help them go in that direction because they won't. If you put them on the wrong side of the road, they're going to go right back. They're, mm -hmm. they're trying to go to where they came from. Wherever they were born, that's where they go back to to lay eggs. And that's where they go back to mate and everything like that. Don't ever take a turtle from its location to another location because they get so confused and depressed about that. It's like a dog seeing a ghost in your house. They get so freaked out <laughs> that they need they'll, turtle Prozac. They'll back into every room. Yeah. So it's funny you say that. I was up at the office the other day, and as I was turning in, I saw a turtle trying to get up on the curb, and he was bumping and bumping and bumping. And I was like, dang, man, you're a little low. You, you're not going to be able to do this. You're not going to clear that curb. So I parked the luxury auto and I walked over to him slowly, not to startle him and have him go in the wrong direction and do more work than he needed to. And I was like, hey, what's going on? You need some help? And as I got over, I was just going to pick him up and put him maybe a foot further over the curb than he needed to go in the right direction. As I got just about close enough to pick him up, he jumped up the curb and ran across the grass so fast I could not catch him. Oh, that what is turtle... up with these running turtles? I didn't really I know they that. Oh, <laughs> I didn't either, and it really freaked me out. Yeah, he did not. A did not need me. Two did not want to deal with me. Uh -uh. So you know, maybe he was just chilling. He's getting some sun. I don't know, but you know, you think you're helping a turtle sometimes. Think twice. That's all I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Maybe your turtle saw a ghost. I like turtles. <laughs> Fourth of July, babies. Be safe out there. Don't, don't, don't mess around with fireworks unless you know what you're doing. As it says right there on the packaging, light fuse and get away. It back up, Terry. Back that. up. Oh, no, not Terry. <laughs> <laughs> God, I love him so much. <laughs> Remember to back up Terry and uh, share us and rate us and all those things. We'll hope to be back with you sometime. Oh, hey, I ain't going to be here next week. Y'all going to do one? Yeah. Sure, why That'll be great. Yeah, do it. Definitely do it. Okay, any parting thoughts? Charlie, over to you. Back up, Terry. Back up. Maddie. Seriously, Terry. Come on, man. All right, happy 4th. God bless you. God bless America. We'll see you in the funny pages. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.